Welcome to Nina, Hannah, and Emily in Paris, the show no one asked for about the show no one asked for. I'm Hannah. And I'm Nina. And in this episode, we're recapping episode 10, the season finale of season two, French Revolution. As always, you don't have to have enjoyed or even watched Emily in Paris to listen to this podcast. We're here to recap the episodes and more importantly, to entertain you. There's no wrong way to listen. We're thrilled that you're here. Please be sure to leave a review and rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy. Nice outfit. Love it. Thanks. I just changed. It's so cold. I have not gotten warm since like, mid November. And I put up the heat. I like really went for it. I like put up my heat to 72. Like I was like, all right, I'll, whatever this costs, I'm doing it. And it like does not help. It's so cold. It was 15 degrees outside, which you and I have both lived in Minnesota and it can be so much worse than that. But somehow, I, I don't know, I feel colder right now than I ever have. <laughs> and you also do have a way of dr- dramatizing things. <laughs> no. No, this is the worst I've ever felt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is so it's really, really here, but cold. I'm cold. Yeah, it is cold. It's very, very, very cold. Um, this is, won't be literally. loud, right? You you <laughs> slurping on cheese. <laughs> slurping on Mr. Cheese. <laughs> I picked a quiet snack. <laughs> I think that this is like, this isn't even something that comes from my mother. It's not even, but I'm like, string cheese something that you you pay too much for because it's string che- like it's the way I feel about cereal which I do get from my mother where she's like that's the biggest scam it's like five dollars for like yeah cereal every time I buy cereal I'm like they're what? they must be making billions they it's must like, be. they are it's general bills and Kellogg <laughs> but I'm like but I'm like given that I give them six dollars every week is <laughs> outrageous it's how I feel about string cheese and I'm like if you're gonna get string cheese you might as well get baby bell like, why aren't you getting Baby Bell? I'll tell you, because I got this string cheese in a 60-pack from Costco <laughs> for, like, $9. <laughs> so you actually have to eat one a day. I do. <laughs> <laughs> you have to hit your quota. <laughs> Otherwise, we're SOL. How you doing, buddy? I'm working in Bum the COVID's a thing. Still wreaking havoc. Well, similarly, I, have, I woke up yesterday not feeling 100%. And I took an, I was able to, my, actually my mother found me a test. And so I took it and it was negative and I had it in November, you know, you don't know the whole thing, but the point is it just like, I did, I ended up canceling. I've been planning a bunch cause I'm going to be in LA for February and I leave in a week. So I had to cancel four things between when I woke up yesterday feeling bad and which like, maybe I shouldn't have been doing those anyway, but they were like one-on-one hangs and like some walks and like having somebody over for dinner and I'm supposed to see you tomorrow. And like, I I really don't think I have COVID. It's just. Are you canceling tomorrow? Is this how I'm finding out that you're canceling our plans tomorrow? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. I, I'm not canceling. I'm giving <laughs> okay. you all, I'm, I'm empowering. I'm giving you all the information and I'll, go, and go, I'll go, give go. our friend Janelle the same information. But like, cause I don't, and I think I feel fine. Like, I honestly think it's just blasting heat because of how cold we've been is drying me out. And then I feel bad. Did you lose me? No, I didn't you lose you. So I'm just I'm just about to get really mad at you if you tell me that you haven't had your humidifier on the whole time you've been blasting heat. Okay. So you slept over last week and I was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm, i need to hold myself accountable. You're like, no, no, no. I was like, no, I'm gonna do it. I have done it every night since because maybe not, not every night, night, but the last four nights. You should be running constantly. Okay. I do not have that kind of humidifier. My humidifier runs out after like two and a half hours. Oh, really? Do I yeah, do you have like a do you have like an industrial one? With these sinuses? <laughs> <laughs> I love okay. our humidifier. I'm it's in. a it's the brand is Lavoite. 
Okay. And it's like, Writing it I don't down. know. I feel like it's like the one that comes up, but it was like under, I want to say it was under 40 bucks, maybe under 60. Oh my God. I thought you were going to say under 400 and I was like, what? Under 400, under, maybe under <laughs> six, maybe under 600. Can you imagine being so rich that you can't distinguish between $400 and $600? Yes, I can. You know why? Because <laughs> I was just listening to, I was going to say our sister pod. This is crazy. <laughs> I was going to say our sister pod, Poog. <laughs> <laughs> they Oh, God. They're a completely so unassoci- not associated. <laughs> no, but I was listening to them when I, I listen every now and again because I really like Jacqueline Novak and um, I like Kate Berlant. Burn, too. that's really a burn like- to Kate Berlant. <laughs> no, I like Kate Berlant too. I just am more familiar with Jacqueline Novak's work. So I was listening and they're, they like go over, I actually was going to make the joke to you that we should do an after show about their podcast, which is actually <laughs> nuts. But, but I was like, she won't know I'm kidding. And I am kidding. But I anyway, they were I talking about, they were talking about this thing called a free write, which is like a, it's like a word processor, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And Jacqueline Novak was like, you should get one, Kate. Like you should get one. And then they were like debating and she was like, it wasn't that much. I think it was like a few, a couple hundred bucks. So like, you know, it's, it's money, but it's like not crazy. And then Kate looks it up during their conversation. And it's like, Jacqueline, it's $600. And she's like, okay, I'm just saying, I don't know. And I was like, these people, I'm like, I really feel like I can totally see myself. Yeah. I'm like, I see myself in those women to a degree. And like, you know, we're similarly minded. They're just a little bit older. Um, and and I was like, okay, so that's how that, so that's how that happens. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I've had that moment where like my favorite chapstick that I use now. <laughs> <laughs> Out yourself. I got, I'm about to, I, I like got hooked on this um, Kiehl's chapstick. Oh, beautiful. And it's like $10, <laughs> which is like, you know, just, just $10. But it's like a chapstick size chapstick. <laughs> and given what chapstick could get- cost, you know, like it's not like more chapstick for $10. It's like the same size as a chapstick and as a Burt's Bees. You're going to lose it just as quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I, I don't. I don't lose it. And I, <laughs> I, I, this is only my second one ever. But it's like that's – it's it's like I fully made the transition where like I'm not going to buy another $3 chapstick. Like, I now, I now have, changed. I'm now in the bracket. I'm now in the tax bracket where I buy a $10 <laughs> chapstick. But let's be real. No matter your tax bracket, you would be trying to do that. You'd be, you're a $10 chapstick lady. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's, it's, that's where it starts. And it's like, what else, where else is it going to show up? Like, when, when am I going to be like, oh, I can't. You're, you're still getting a 90 pack of string cheese from Costco. <laughs> and I'm like, that's my lunch for the week. <laughs> We really pick and choose. <laughs> like oh, Allison's so hooked on filtered water now. <laughs> well, she got me that charcoal yes. stick for yes. is that which that's yes. so cool. So now we like have like the charcoal stick in our water at home in our water jug. Does it taste so good? I haven't boiled it yet. I have to do oh, the my, thing. use it. It's great. It's great and it really does make a difference, but Here's you a can wait, taste the difference. Sorry. She, what? <laughs> I don't want you to finish your thought. Because, no, I do want you to finish your thought, but should I bring it to LA? I, I mean, I don't, think, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think you it? can't not. Like, it's definitely a travel, tra- travel charcoal stick. <laughs> okay. My travel charcoal stick. Yeah. Okay, I'm so sorry. I finished what you're saying. No, she just, she just can't drink our tap water anymore. Like, in all of a month, she's now like, <laughs> like, I'll pour a water before bed. And she's like, is that clean water or? <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> so horrible. She needs that. Okay, excuse me while I just open my LaCroix. <laughs> Oh, that makes that's a good ad for LaCroix. <laughs> Just that sound. Yum, yum, yum. LaCroix, are you listening? You want to know what blew my mind? Because sometimes I watch the episodes right before we record. So I'm like, great, I'm going to start 
30 minutes before we record. So it's fresh. <gasps> then it was 38 minutes. Yeah, it was 38 <laughs> minutes long. <laughs> I was like, you, you could just do that? I know. I was like, I was like, I guess we're not on broadcast TV anymore. You can just decide how long an episode is. Literally nuts. And I, yeah, nuts. Blew my mind. So I was like, oh, they're getting into <laughs> we're in for it. Some. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn. Okay. So first, where do we begin? Well, we begin at work. Uh, where do we begin? With Emily and Oh, Emily Matt, Madeline. Madeline sitting at a cafe, I believe. Yeah. Like the cafe. Yeah, the cafe. And Madeline's like, thank you for swiping the books. Thank you for like helping me get the books. It's exactly as I suspected. Like things are not good at Savoir. They're not making enough money. Um, this is where I go, oh my God, is Sylvie going to go out on her own? Putting a pin in it. Put a pin in it's, it. It's, it's my second note. Okay. And I wrote, Emily is a mole. And Emily says, well, they have a sterling reputation. And Madeline says, a sterling reputation, but not the kind you can melt into money. Which I think just is like, <laughs> her in deal. case the dichotomy isn't <laughs> clear yet, like Americans want, you know, buy, 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 sell, sell, sell. And the French want art, 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 glamour, 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 luxury, luxury, luxury. Ugh, yeah, it's it's a little, it was a nerve wracking little encounter because I'm like, oh my gosh, Emily's gonna like, she's in it. She's like in some deep trouble. Mm -hmm. She's gonna be in deep trouble. I thought, that's what I thought. Okay. And I think it's amplified then at their meeting. With Lab Lebeau. They're talking about the Lab Lebeau meeting. And it went really well. Yeah, they just thought like, we should do it again. And Madeline's like, yeah, and well, also, uh, we, what? No, Madeline says, <laughs> Madeline's like, we should do it again. And Sylvia was like, well, that took like a lot of planning. Like that was like a huge, that was like a big event. That was like a sort of a boutique experience, I think is what she's kind of trying to get at. She goes, it's not a hot dog stand. A little Chicago dig, I think. <laughs> I think it was a Chicago dig too. So I took it real personal. Hard. <laughs> yeah, I took it real hard. And but I bought a hundred hot dogs. love luxury experiences. Yeah. <laughs> and then we learned that, uh, uh, Dupre, Dupree, played by Jeremy O'Harris, Broadway, you know, award-winning playwright. As I learned on this yeah. podcast, and now see everywhere, everyone's talking I'm about sure. his work. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, oh. So he's had sort of a public meltdown, and now doesn't have a marketing firm. And this could be a great opportunity. Madeline and everyone else is like relishing it because he's Pierre Cadeau's nemesis. And Madeline's like, y'all need to seize this opportunity. This major designer doesn't have a marketing firm. We should be in there. And they're like, well, that's, we can't do that. It's a conflict of interest. Yeah. She says, well, uh, LVMH snatches every young designer at Fashion Week. Why can't we? Juicy. And Sylvie's like, Sylvie's like, this is not the French way. And Madeline's like, lest you forget. Oof. She basically calls her a cunt through her mm -hmm. tone. And she really acts super well in this. I mean, she's just Addison Montgomery. She's so good because it's such a different character. Like, Addison has so much class, I feel like. Like, she's sort of represented against Meredith and Graves as being, like, a real, like, adult yes. put-together woman. Yes. And it's really interesting that she's playing, like, this really tasteless, tactless person. Anyway, she's like, well, lest you forget that you're owned by an American conglomerate. Well, it's interesting because you say that she's, like, tasteless and tactless, and, and yes, and... She's I'm still like that. Oh, <laughs> I do. I do think that you guys have share some stuff. Are you fucking kidding me? That's so mean. No, it's not. Oh my god. No, it's not. Are you kidding? Are you? I'm joking? gonna. I'm not joking. <laughs> I only made that joke. Be, I only made that joke because I felt safe making it. Assuming you'd be like, "Oh my god, you." No, but listen to what I'm comments. about to say. Listen to what I'm about to say. I'm so upset. <laughs> I really don't think that's warranted given because if you heard me out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because I think that at the same time, Madeline represents all of these like 
you know, I don't want to say girl boss because girl boss is over, but all these ideals of like hustle and like making it work and like problem solving, like things that uh, French savoir like doesn't really value. And I think that like Madeline, even though in some ways, obviously she's like her like quote tastelessness, tactlessness, I think is like being played (laughs) for a laughs sometimes. At the same time, she's never portrayed as being bad at her job or not knowing what Mm. she's talking about. (laughs) And I, and for the record, I think you have both taste and tact. Okay, but you're saying you're like what you have in common. <laughs> no, but I think that what you have in common is like is like um, hustle and um, and like craftiness or like craftiness isn't the word that I want, but like conniving. <laughs> no, but like an entrepreneur, like entrepreneurialness. Like I think there's like a quality that of her. Like I think she has many qualities where I do think she's like more of a complex character than just ugly American. Which is, I think they did a really, really good job with because I think it really heightens where Emily has changed in the two seasons, you know, and versus like what Emily now, where Emily lines with Sylvie now versus where Emily lines with Madeline. And I think some of her like American workplace culture qualities are obviously toxic, but I think some are also like, (laughs) we get the job done. So truly, I think they wrote her really well. Okay. At the age of 29, after 11 years of being friends with you, mm-hmm. I am what well, I'm going to say, rising above. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to rise above the moment to take this as a compliment. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I, but know, know that it is an active choice I am making as a highly evolved person. Yeah, you've matured. I would say, like, <laughs> I would say, like Madeline, like Madeline, you are a complex and well written character. <laughs> Okay. Well, I think she's a nightmare in this scene. <laughs> okay. And I love Sylvie just being like, okay, that fine. She's like, that's, I think that's what Sylvie does. She's like, all right, do what you want. And then I asterisked my note saying Sylvie going out on her own. Well, you know, Sylvie's too, too smart to just like sit there and take it. And everyone's like shocked that she says, okay. Yeah. She's like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll make the calls to get Pierre at the event. Cut to Mindy trying to win Benoit back in the most psychotic win someone back outfit I've ever seen in my life. Can I wrote down outfit is nuts if she's trying to get away from her history of wealth. <laughs> I would say also outfit is nuts if trying to um, appeal to her like down to earth musician yes. boyfriend. Literally. Okay, she's, she's wearing like, a hot about all of that. It's hot so- pink and black houndstooth set with a matching hat. And a personalized hot pink clutch, like a and, like, big stilettos. clutch. And stilettos. Like she's wearing, yeah, it's so, it's so funny that the last conversation she had was like her like being so upset and being like, I can't believe you like brought my history back. Like I can't believe I feel so like people like, can't know I'm a billionaire. This is Balenciaga. <laughs> the pants are Shein. <laughs> I know Shein's two dollars, but <laughs> I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> it's truly, it was so nuts. I mean, it's a great outfit, but it is nuts. And she's just like. I don't even remember how I was truly so caught. My only note about the scene is truly me too. Me too. But I think (laughs) that basically she, she's saying like, well, what, like, can I, you know, can we be back together? And Benoit's like, let's put the band first. Let's stick with what works. Like you can still perform with us. We have a gig at 10 is like fucking annoying to me again. I think, um, Cause he's like, is everything better now? And they're like, no. Um, And then they're like, we have a gig at, uh, I, I don't remember what it was, a Chinese restaurant or a Chinese yeah, like a Chinese uh, lounge, restaurant, lounge, club thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, in Paris. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, oh, so everyone's going because they want to see, like, me, the failure. But we, I guess we need the money. 
She's trying that on. She's trying on that phrase. Yeah. She, yeah. She's seeing what it feels like to say that she needs the money yeah. and she'll do anything. I that. have job for money. I have job for money. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so Emily needs to get in touch with Dupree for the, to try to represent him. And Julian is like, I know where to find him and brings Emily to a very fun looking gay club. It seems like it's Emily's first time. Dude, we get some club. butts. We get butts. We get butts. It's Emily's first time at a gay club. Where Emily's like, ooh, man candy. Like, that's her vibe. And he, and, but luckily, do you, did you hear Julian's line? Julian's line? That's so good. What? Your bachelorette energy isn't welcome here. Oh, that's so great. I did it's not hear really that It's a really good dick. But I had a moment where I was like, oh my God, this is her first gay club. And then I was like, have I ever been to like a gay men's club? And that's wild because I have been to so many. It has just been two years that I've like. Yeah. I was like, we went to my one at my birthday party a month before lockdown. We did? Yeah. Where'd we go? We went to Big Chicks. Oh, yeah. I was thinking like, oh, yeah, I guess. That, and that, But that's a good space because that's like gay. That's like gay and lesbian. And like, I would say it's, it's not a gay man. It, I, I'm talking hydrate. I'm talking fine, fine, fine. I'm talking gay nineties in Minneapolis where oh I did God. vomit in a <laughs> one of the only times I've vomited. One of, one of the only times I vomited, <laughs> vomited in public is at gay nineties in college um, during a foam party. Oh my God. The into foam the parties foam, into the foam. Horrible. So people probably couldn't like distinguish between. Yeah. Those. Yeah. I was kicked out. <laughs> Oh. And I did try to get back. No, I didn't. I, didn't. <laughs> I took it. I was like, of course, you're so right. I'm so sorry. Oh, and that's the night that, um, this is a tangent, but it is worth telling you. Um, that is the night that a, a girl said to me, I think I've already referenced this once, maybe. Um, girl, you are not cute enough to be that drunk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. Oh. So Emily's at a gay club, as we've all, yeah, she's bringing, she's bringing, uh, more business energy than we like to bring. <laughs> um, <laughs> and also so funny, Julian is like, he's over there where he always is. And Dupree is just seated <laughs> next to one of the, like, a very, like, built dancer. Um, just, like, putting, putting Put frogs <laughs> in his thong. <laughs> Euros, I guess. Yeah. Euros now, in his thong. <laughs> Um, and Emily appeals to him and makes a really good pitch. And he's like, sure. We can't remember what the pitch is, but the pitch was, was you need so- a theme for your collection. Let them eat cake. Oh, yeah. Hey, if you're going to do a Marie Antoinette. Yeah, that's right. And he's like, okay, you're hired. Okay. Then we get Eric and Sylvie in bed together. And it's so cute. It made me want a boyfriend. It like really, it was one of the more like, um, <laughs> which for me in this in this right now (laughs) is like extremely escapist and like fantastical and like not a day-to-day feeling but I was like that just like looks so cute they're like very cuddly and it's kind of nice because we see it feels like we've jumped ahead in their relationship like there are Mm -hmm. things we have missed off camera and they're like very much a couple now but it also maybe like it maybe be like oh like to be clear as someone in a relationship it's like there's maybe maybe one morning a week where we get to like sleep in together where neither of us has to be up for a thing like that's like a fantasy that i feel like is so present in tv where it's like oh like oh it's 11 what should we do like i'm like (laughs) is everyone's schedule wide open even during the week i guess in in france France. fine this is a french thing but she calls laurent Wait, what? We missed a moment where well, we missed, called Laurent. Yeah. Uh, yes. Well, we see. Well, we see her making a phone call, being like, "I need you to come to Paris, my love." Yes. And we're and not sure like, who it's oh. to. 
But yeah. I guess, did you know? Could you feel it? That's great. Thank you. <laughs> did you feel that way? Because it was so like... I wasn't sure. I'm really into their... We're going to talk about it later, but I really like their relationship. So yeah, so we don't know who it is. And then <clears throat> Eric and Sylvia are together in bed and Laurent arrives at the apartment, at the flat. And I think I think he is the most attractive man on this show. Mm-hmm. I just don't like his hair, but I think he's really attractive. He's like so good looking. There's like something about his whole deal. And I know, I know he's still on that spectrum of just like brunette men with a little bit of scruff yeah. that are on the show, but he's just, mm-hmm. no, he's like, love the energy he brings. He feels yeah. like he's from a different town. It feels like he's coming from Saint Tropez. Yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> Go on. Moving <laughs> right <it> away. <laughs> <laughs> so Eric, so <laughs> Eric sees him and is like, who the hell are you? Like they have like that little moment. And Laurent is like a gentleman and he's like, you know, he's not very phased and he's just like, I'm technically Sylvie's husband. But don't worry about it. We're not we're not together like you're together. We don't do yeah. the same things. Yeah. And he kind of like soothes Eric a little bit. And so mm-hmm. he's like, Don't worry about it. And it's and it's handled really nicely, which I was also grateful for because I think there are some like tired again, yeah. tired sitcom storylines that I always really appreciate when a show like handles in a line, which is always an option for every misunderstanding in a sitcom. Mm-hmm. But it's nice sometimes when they're like, We're not we're saving that. Also with that I feel like the Eric storyline that we did get, which is about her age and her meeting his young friends, did feel somewhat fresh. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm so glad that that's the com- conflict we saw rather mm-hmm. than the conflict of like the husband who, yeah. you know, whatever, the cheating thing. Yeah. So then we get Mindy and Emily, I think just talking, I don't have any notes about it. Just I love it. I wrote, I wrote down because Mindy's like, I have this gig at this, at this restaurant. It's going to be so chaotic. And Emily's like, don't worry. It won't be, be chaotic at all. I invited Gabrielle, who I'm in love with, and Alfie, my boyfriend. <laughs> What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> Which to me is like such a, such a classic end Emily moment. Yeah. <laughs> Loved it. Sorry. So then we get, we get them at work. Oh, them at work. I know, but what is happening in this scene? So we get them at work. They're chatting about everything. Sylvie's like, I handled Pierre Cadeau. He's going to be there at the event. And Madeline is like, all hands on deck. And Sylvie says, why do Americans insist on treating the workplace like a boat? Which I also thought was funny. <laughs> do we? <laughs> I've In my new job, I've noticed there's a lot of like deploying things. There's <laughs> it's, it's militarized. <laughs> well, what, And I thing, love it. <laughs> I'm rem- I, I couldn't remember why I have a big note that says LMAO with like scribbles. And there's a moment where she's like, you want, I just want a, like a 90 little cakes. Oh, oh yeah, like, we want a bunch of little cakes. We yeah. want a little bunch of little cakes. And Do I we was know like, anyone? Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. It was so, it felt like the show was teasing us. This is why. It felt like the show was making fun of itself because yeah. Luke comes by and like looks at Emily and basically is like a wink, wink moment where he's like, it's too bad. We don't know anybody who can do that for us. And then just leaves the yes. scene. And I, it, it just, it feels like a joke that Emily's not on, in on, yes. but everybody yes. else is in on. It was yes. so funny. It was great. And then cut to Emily with Gabrielle at the Chinese lounge saying, Gabrielle, I need you to make 80 cakes tomorrow. <laughs> and he's like, I mean, I'd have to pull an all-nighter, but anything for you. Also, I will say that I know we just talked about how Laurent was like so, he's so attractive. Gabrielle in this suit, yeah, like he, to me in this moment, I was like, you're perfect. Like, and, Star and he, power. the way... He was being so sweet to her. He's agreeing to make 80 cakes for her. He looked he looked incredible to me. There's something so erotic about men taking a back seat just generally. And in the show, I feel like narratively he's like taking a back seat. Yes. And so as a viewer, I'm like, 
I'm so attracted by how you're kind of like hands off. Mm-hmm. You don't insert yourself, but then every time you you're invited in, you're like, of course. It's like very, mm-hmm. it's, there's something happening there. Mm-hmm. She's like begging him. She's like puppy dog eyes him. It's insane. <laughs> and then um, she, I can't remember where she has to go, but she simply has to leave. Alfie. She has her oh, arms Alfie around him and then Alfie comes in. Yeah. And I think Emily's like, I'm going to go get his drinks or use the washroom, something like that. And Alfie <laughs> asks Gabrielle, like, what's going on with you guys? I heard something from Luke. What's the deal? And Gabrielle's kind of like, well, what did Emily tell you? Like they, they are a little, they're not really sinking on, on, this conversation <laughs> i wrote honest eyes from alfie because you had mentioned that on an earlier episode that like he really was giving like a lot of vulnerability and i feel like he was also doing that when he's like asking gabrielle and he's just like i just want to know like he he's sensitive <laughs> and then emily when emily comes back i can't remember what it is that is awkward between them but i wrote down in quotes like quote eek end quote is emily's whole thing She's like the eek emoji because she's just like, oh my god, it is eek. And like eek. every like at the end of every <laughs> yeah. end of every scene, something happens with Alfie and Gabrielle where it's like kind of awkward for a second, and she's just like, Ooh. eek. <laughs> <laughs> You're really, really right. Yes, yes. Okay, and then we get um, we get one of our now like patented uh, Mindy full length performances, <laughs> yeah. and that is. That. I mean, it's like also a classic like song moment where it's like they start off a little shaky. No one's making eye contact. Are we really doing this? Singing the love song? And by the end, everyone's like harmonizing, ke- looking song? at each other. What song is I, this? I don't know. I thought is it, might- it an original? I think it might be an original. I think we I've never heard it before. Think- and as we as we established, if you know songs, you know all songs. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't know this song. <laughs> I I'm going I'm gonna take a second to look it up because because I, it, to me, I want to, I want to rail on it if it's an original song. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, original song. Do you talk aloud to yourself, like as a person? Yeah, I do. Well, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so you made me feel seen, and then you made me. And feel then I r- rolled it back. <laughs> okay. I'm so relieved to tell you it is an original song. Oh my god, what's it called? Mon Soleil, which means my son. Oh no! And no. it's it's a song. It's a song by Ashley Parks. I don't know if she actually wrote it, but she's credited with it. Like it is her. Yeah. No song. Freddie Wexler wrote it. Okay, but it's her song, and um, it just made so much sense because it was like so perfectly sort of like pulling on like there's like La Vian Rose is like in it like some like light allusions yeah. to like French music that perhaps people have been introduced to for the first time so mm-hmm. Edith Piaf. and then there's um and it's also like equally French and English which is cool which is fun yeah it's really like digging into like the Emily in Paris vibe where it's like there is only good in the world <sighs> I wrote is this an original song she sounds great she does sound great on this song and then I said what's going on Question mark, exclamation, question mark. Yeah, they're just connecting to each other. I'm just looking at what else this songwriter has done. He's, you know, he's done some stuff. A lot of big names. Ariana, Kanye, Pink, Jonas Brothers, Halsey. And now, (laughs) Ashley Park. Yeah, now, and now, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, (laughs) I present to you. With great pleasure. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Okay. We get the event. We get the Dupree Shapewear Mm-mm. show. Before that, before that, we get a really lovely exchange. I loved the scene between Sylvie and Laurent. Mm. Where he's like, 
he said he like signs the papers. We don't know exactly for what, but we know he's like giving, you know, signing off on something. I think you can guess what it is. And he, there's a beautiful leather envelope that every, all the documents are in. <laughs> it's just naming. Yeah, I was where like, do you I keep your papers? <laughs> in, my le- in my leather envelope. And it's really sweet because she's like, thank you for doing this for me. And thank you for being so quick to like settle on this. And he's like, of course, like anything. And it's a beautiful relationship. He says something like, are you, like, you going to ask me for a divorce now? And she's like, I think this is enough paper, paperwork. It's very sweet. Okay. It's so sweet. Then we get the Dupree event. Emily's dress is so beautiful. Oh my God. Best look of, I, she looks amazing. I thought it was a, oh my God. I love, 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 love this dress. And it felt like, I'm sure fashionistas can say more on it, but like, it really felt almost like equally American and French and that it was like classier mm. than a lot of her outfits. But it was still a very like bold look. Like it wasn't as understated mm-hmm. as Sylvie. Mm-hmm. But it felt like, oh, this is her second. This is what she wears in this her her yeah. end of her year mm-hmm. of her first year in Paris. You know what I mean? Yeah, she looked she looked great. Um, they bring so it's at Versailles. The theme is Marie Antoinette. It's a shapewear line, but it's but it's like about it's about shapewear that you don't hide, like shapewear. Yeah, I've been meaning to ask who is Marie Antoinette. Yes, so she was the. <laughs> Queen? Question mark. <laughs> and they cut her head off. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> I'm literally I'm like joking. queen, queen, queen. <laughs> Last queen. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Yeah, well, yeah. that's really funny. I'm the fool. <laughs> we were just talking. I was just talking to Allie about we've been doing a bunch of crossword puzzles Sweet. and just like puzzles in general. And we were just talking <laughs> yesterday about how. Every time that I, like, get a clue right or, like, do really well at a puzzle, I, like, get a kind of, like, it's not a high because it's not manic. It's more of, like, a confidence for the next, like, 40 minutes where I'm, like, damn, I'm, like, really smart. Whoa. I I feel that way. Huh. Wow. I bet, like, should I call the New York Times and tell them I got their crossword puzzle? (laughs) Like, it feels, it's, like, it's, like, whoa. I didn't go to grad school, but maybe I should. It's like, it's like <laughs> I wrestle. It's like I have all these questions. <laughs> it's so, so funny. I I really um, understand because there was a time where I like had done, I was like doing the Sunday crossword really consistently and mm-hmm. would, would finish it. And, <laughs> and the Genius. fact that I'm very casually mentioning that I would finish it now is very different than how I was at the time where I was like beg, I just like wanted someone to ask me to, like if they do crosswords. And it like came up in conversation with some <laughs> high school friends that like a lot of us do the crossword. And I was like, you guys do like, like I do, I do it too. And like, yeah, I'll do like, I'll do Sundays, but you know, Saturday is actually harder, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I understand yeah. that big yeah. time. You seem yeah. confident today. Did you get some clues today? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get clues today, but I did start doing Wordle that game yesterday. Oh yeah. And yesterday and today I did I like got them in like four th- four tries and I'm like, damn, four tries it takes a lot of people six. But I got I should probably I should probably call like a Mensa. Yeah. Mensa. <laughs> They're probably wondering. They should where probably I am. call you. They should They're probably, probably gonna hear about me soon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay so this event yeah what was it about it was about i mean i have so based on the look i couldn't just i just couldn't remember shapewear dupree is making shapewear but like his whole, his whole thing is like it's not like shapewear that you have to hide it's like comes in cool colors it's for like all different bodies it's not about hiding yourself it's about showing yourself off which i thought was like honestly as a concept cool great it was great can i tell you i wrote no i wrote down six 
things to describe it, individual things. Uh-huh. I want to give guess you, them? I want to get, uh, yeah, just you get eight guesses. Okay. Okay. Queer. Um, drag? No. Yep, drag. Nice. Okay. Okay. Pedophore? No, <laughs> but thank you for thinking I would use pedophore. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm just really, really smart. <laughs> so I got to take this call. Stanford. Being like, where were you a decade ago? <laughs> you should have done your undergrad here. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Um, oh. Um, wigs? No. Oh, um... No, not center stage. Yes, center stage. No, not center stage. I love Save that, the last dance. No. Save the no. last dance. No, oh. They're individual words. <laughs> <laughs> you you have you've gotten one and you've guessed five. So you have, so okay, you have two go more ahead, guesses. Tell me, tell me. No, tell you have two me. more guesses. I give you eight. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh okay, I'm gonna help frosting. <laughs> no, no. Okay, one more guess. It's an era. Okay, you, you have an like an epoch to like. I don't know. Whenever Marie Antoinette was queen. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, I wrote Kiki hyphen dragon hyphen. Oh, no, not dragon. Okay, Kiki drag athleisure eighties gender play. <laughs> I'm gonna say it one more time. <laughs> A Kiki drag athleisure eighties gender play. You, you, do you agree? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Just like it feels, it just, it just, it feels like Darren Star coming all over a fashion event. But I thought it was like, <laughs> do you know why I said Save the Lost Dance? Um, can I guess? I'll take one guess. I'll take one guess. Um, okay, because <laughs> I think I know why. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> is, it, is, it because, is it because of her audition? <laughs> Yeah, the audition being like fine, but the reaction yeah. teaching the audience that like it's actually hugely it's like the best thing that anyone has ever seen. Yeah. No, I don't mean that specific note, but yeah. that's really funny. I mean because it's like the hip hop beat drops and then the point shoes go up and it's like it's <laughs> ballet but hip hop. That's so funny. That's so so funny. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Okay. But all to say, the show's a hit. Pierre Cadeau's involved. Like, he walks in the show. Everyone's, like, thrilled. It's, it's like, a smash. It's a smash success. And then they get up and they're celebrating. And Madeline is like, that was... Oh, and then Pierre Cadeau comes up to Madeline and Emily. Mm. Madeline introduces herself. She's really thrilled. And he's like, also, I just want you to know, like, uh, I'm not working with you anymore. You're fired. I'm dropping so far from, from my roster, from my account. Like, you guys don't have my business anymore. And then he's like... She's like, let me take you out to dinner. And he's like... You could speak all the broken French you want at me, and or like you. And then I think he says yeah. something like, "You could even be fluent, but you will never understand me, and I will never understand you." Yeah, brutal, really brutal. Chills. I will say this was like well, you know the you know, we were talking about um, music that you like get exposed to, and then you like it, and then like with marketing, like be exposed to something five yeah. times. This this time that I saw the Pierre Cadeau logo, I felt myself wanting it on a tote. Like in like a very real, like I'm going to pull back from that impulse. But like we saw it, we saw it on yeah. his cape and I was like, yeah, that logo is cool. I yeah. want it on a sweatshirt now. Yeah. Because I've status. seen it so much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah to show my status as an Emily in Paris viewer. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. And then we, we see, Sil- we see Sylvia, Luke and Julian and you can, you can share this cause you, you know, 
Go for it. She, um, does she even hand her papers? She does, I think. I think she's hands her the envelope. Yeah, right? she hands her the clients. Yeah, and she's like, here you go. Okay, so Madeline says something like, you're fired? And she's like, let me beat you to it. She's like, we're going to have a conversation soon to talk about things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want you to do a 180 in Chicago or something, like some corporate like review thing. And she's like, let me save you the time and energy. I'm resigning. And then she's like, whatever, fine. I don't care. And then Luke and Julian are like, we are too. And it's very like, um, it was super powerful. This is my favorite part of the whole season. It was great. I think this whole great. like what happens to the rest of the next eight minutes, presumably, because we probably had 30 yeah. and this is the eight. Um, and she looks amazing. Sylvie looks incredible. And she's got a great scarf. And Emily's like, wait, you guys, what? Like, what? what? You're just leaving me? That kind of thing. And they walk off. And Madeline's like, whatever. This is better for us anyway. Oof. So Emily's having a drink with Alfie, debriefing. Alfie looks so cute. He talks about how his, he reveals to Emily his truth, which is that he, his job <laughs> actually ended a week ago. So nuts. Am I misusing his truth? His job ends a week ago and he stayed in London for her. He's like fumbling with his words a little bit. He loves her. And she's kind of like, damn. <laughs> it's so nuts because it's like literally a week ago when they were at that event and he's like, I'm not just messing around. I'm not just here. Just for a little while. And I'm like, were yeah. you just sitting on the information? Yeah, probably. Um, and then we get we get Emily at work with Madeline as the boss. And so Emily shows up to work like early. No one's there. Madeline is. And she's like, Emily's like, you're here early. Madeline's like, maybe in France. This is when people, and she has her massive water bottle. <laughs> See, I'm different it's from just, Madeline in that way. I don't I know, drink water. <laughs> and it's just sad. And Emily already misses the work culture that she'd grown to love, even though she was so confused by it initially. Madeline's like, oh, we have to really do a lot of rebuilding. So I'm going to, I know it's below your pay grade, but I'm going to need you to like take notes. And uh, by the way, while you're doing that, if you grab me some tea. Ooh, it feel, felt bad to watch. It feels really bad. And then she gets a text. Also, oh, oh, I wanted to name too. It, it's bizarre because Madeline's like, this is great. We can like hire our own staff and we can like mold them into little soldiers. You're my little soldier, Emily. And it's very, it's like, it's a little bit of like a weird mapping of grooming on mm-hmm. it, like it kind of was like to me it kind of was like mm-hmm. touching on that same language of like because mm-hmm. emily's like you know they're like it's better she's like it's better to get them young that's what madeline says and emily's like oh like you got me and she's like yeah because you can turn her t- turn you into like yeah. the little soldier that i want you to be it's very it it becomes like sinister in like a, it does it, it yeah totally great perfect word for it it's exactly right um but sylvie texts her are you free for lunch Emily Which is we've always never free for lunch. Had. We've never had Sylvie reach out to her. I got so excited for her. And Emily gets so excited and she like feel you can tell she's like thrilled that Sylvie texted her because she she knows she was left out of something. And I think in that moment she realizes that she just like wasn't let in on the initial thing for a reason. Sylvie brings her to lunch. Luke and Julian are there. They're they're they have champagne. And they say, We are offering you a job with our new agency. We have a, a bunch of our clients came with us and Dupree will only work with us if you come on board. And then she says, you're very good at your job. And then Luke said, she's the best. And Julian says, she's all right. It's very sweet. That's the best scene. Okay. So many things to say, but her coat is incredible. Mm-hmm. One, I want the coat. It's, it's mm-hmm. so beautiful. But Luke goes, we want you. And I'm like, that is 
as a viewer who's who's not really been on Emily's side but has been with her this whole time, it felt good to hear. I was like, they want her. Like she just wants to be yeah. wanted. And like yeah. she could be wanted by game, she could be wanted by Alfie, and she could be wanted by like Madeline. But it's those three specifically who are like, mm-hmm. no, we we want you. We're offering you more than just one year here. Yeah. They're, so which the yeah, the the kind of like bigger look at this is it means that she could have a permanent job in Paris instead of just you know, her year working with this one group. And I love when she says, she says, I can't believe you want me on your team. I didn't think you liked me. And Sylvie says, it's not personal. It's business. Just so Sylvie. So sweet. So Sylvie. Oh. Mean little Sylvie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she, uh, of course, goes to her classic park, park bench with Mindy to talk it over. And Mindy's like, fall in, you know, go for it. I don't know. Friend advice. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, though. I love it because she, I, I think she does a great job, too. And well, because Emily's like, this is not who I have been like this is not mm-hmm. really just they're really boiling it down the show to its essence but in a way that felt good to me instead of trite or like mm-hmm. bad writing it felt like Emily's expressing like this is not what I thought this was going to be and that's really hard for me and I don't know what to do I did laugh a little bit she's like I want these crazy things and I'm like like living in Paris <laughs> where you <laughs> have like hot great friends yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, She's like, it's so wild that I could possibly want this. I'm like millions of girls before you, <laughs> billions <laughs> after you will want the same thing. Uh, and and I love what Mindy says where she's like, this it's it's I wrote down I'm gonna cry a couple of times, but she's like, this is your life. Like, mm-hmm. stop doing what everybody else wants you to do. Stop thinking about what other people like uh, what other people want. Like, mm-hmm. This is your life and it's happening right now and you need mm-hmm. to make a choice. Yeah. And which leads her to then go home and she knocks on Gabrielle's door. He opens. It's very charged. Okay. Maybe this was just me. It looked like Gabrielle had been crying. Yes. Which I was like, Ooh, what a cool choice. If yeah. that's, if given yeah. what we're about to find out, I'm like, that's a very cool. And she's about to kind of spill. Like she's kind of revealing that she's in Paris. She has the opportunity to be in Paris a lot longer. It doesn't have to be a temporary thing. She's living her life. She's about to reveal that she has these feelings. And then all of a sudden she hears Emily, hi. <laughs> <laughs> really good, Kimmy. Kimmy's had AirPods in, so she didn't hear Emily. <laughs> it's horrible. It's horrible. And it's just that classic. This, this this kind of thing will never get old to me is of the person being like, wait, let me finish. <laughs> if ever I say that to somebody, yeah. I need I'm gonna like take a moment and be yeah. like, wait, wait, they have a secret. No, 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 don't do that. <laughs> They've got some news. But yeah, Kimmy like arrives and is like, you have you heard the news? Like where like Gabrielle asked me to move back in with him. Yeah. And they did write down. Also, that was just like to your point earlier of Gabrielle like taking a back seat. I'm like, this moment was like, what has he been up to? Like he does pull string. Like he does make shit happen. He does set things into motion. He's just like been yeah, he's not always innocent. Or even worse, sorry, but I'm now I'm riled up. Now I'm riled up because I'm like, even worse, it's somebody, he's somebody who doesn't make choices yes. thinking that doesn't have consequences, which is like the worst kind of lack of accountability. Like it, it's like, it, yes, it makes yes. it really hard for other people to hold you, hold you accountable. It makes it really easy for you to hide behind other people's choices being like, this is just how it happened. It's like, no, you're, yeah. There's no such thing yeah. as inaction. Like there, there isn't. There's either, you know, conscious effort or taking a back seat and letting like things happen to you. Um, and this is like the first time he's really had any agency mm-hmm. in this season, or he's like given himself the agency, and it's to ask Camille to move back in with him. I know, big, like big really? move. And then L- Lily Collins 
looks she so looks sad. So I wrote sad. Billy Collins acting. She did amazing. She, she crushed so it. Great. Crushed it. No notes. Amazing. I wrote ow, yeah. ow, ow. She She's really so did a good. great job She's acting. She's so good. He she looks, looks over at the water. She's sad. She picks up her phone and she says, Sylvie, I have, I've made my, my decision. Cut to black. We don't know what the decision is. Boom. End of the first season. Second season. It was great. Boom. It was great. It was so great. It was so great. I mean, there were some real, I was going to say stinkers. There were some like real, there are episodes that I don't want to revisit because they weren't fun. And then there were some like really fun episodes. Like I think I would still go back to this season more than the first one if I were to do it. I for sure would. I made you dinner last week and I was, I was rewatching some of these episodes. I really enjoyed it. I, um, I really enjoyed it a lot. And I thought the finale was really solid. I thought, yeah, the finale was solid. And I think, I think you had said in our last episode, like there are a lot of strings that we need to kind of like tie up, like loose threads. And I don't really think that they did, but I still feel satisfied, which is, I feel like a really a lovely balance of like, there's, there are some things that are left un, unclear and like undecided. Totally. But what we do know is that like, Sylvie wants Emily. What we do know is that Emily loves Paris. We know that Mindy and Emily are in a good spot. Mm-hmm. You know, like we, we we know enough. We know what's happening with Camille and Ga- Gabrielle enough. And I kind of feel like it unlocks like a whole new version of the show for season three. Totally. Where the dynamic is not that Emily is pissing everybody off. Mm-hmm. She has a team. I feel like she is going into season three like with a team. Yeah. Which is fun. Which is, yeah, that it is because I think the show thrives in that with that dynamic for sure, as we've talked about a lot. I think. Yeah. What do you think she's gonna do? I think she's gonna like ask to work for Sylvie in some sort of like slightly different capacity. Like, I wonder if she's gonna try to like tailor. And then this is also, I will say, this is based on a rumor I heard that they're shooting the next season in many different places, many different locales. So I'm like, maybe she's like, oh, can I be your girl on the ground and like travel to Berlin and Prague. Like, I'm curious if she like will ask to have some sort of different role or like mm-hmm. ask somebody to work with her on this thing so she can like check in with herself sort of. Do you think that she's done with Savoir completely then? And like Madeline's going to be an antagonist or do you think? I it's think like- that I kind of do think that maybe I'm wrong, but I, but I kind of do because I think that she seems so disillusioned. I'm sure th- I feel like there will be fallout from that. Yeah, yeah, right. I don't, I don't think they can wrap that up in a, in a di- line of dialogue. But, but like the look on her face when she saw that Sylvie wanted her versus how she felt having to make tea for Madeline. Like I feel like she, she has made fully made the journey of realizing what she wants her work life to be. Yes, yeah, she's she's come to some conclusions. Yeah, she wants Gabrielle. She wants Paris. Mm-hmm. She wants Sylvie. Yeah, it's really Sylvie's show, and everybody else is just yeah. playing in it. And I feel yeah. like that writers were like, well, let's give her her own. <laughs> like you know team to to run then like let's i mean she already had that but let's let's really like give that over yeah and like make her the god kind of which is fun she's she's so cool i'm embarrassed that i already got my savoir tattoo (laughs) because now (laughs) now i like what are they gonna call it it? i know (laughs) (laughs) i mean there's so much left to say and i guess i guess the good news is we've decided that we're we're not going to be radio silent we're going to stay friends we're going to stay friends. Because I rose above some things. <laughs> you That's are okay. the Madeline it. to my Emily. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As long as I'm not the Madeline to your Sylvie, which would make me like so feel horrible. So mean. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare compare myself to Sylvie. I'm your Julian. Please. I'm the Julian to your Luke. <laughs> you little <Yeah>. freak. <laughs> little um, but yeah, we're going to do more. We're going to do more episodes. And we I, are. Uh, I also want to like re-examine like we haven't touched on a lot of like the cultural conversation around this season. 
But there is one. Yeah. Yeah. But there is there is a cultural conversation. We got to talk about it. Yeah, we really. Other people have been talking about the show. Ironically, people have been talking about the show way more than us. We've just been doing like (laughs) just the two two hours. Yeah. (laughs) A little vacuum. I had had somebody message me and say that I was like, I know we're like, you know, weeks behind. And they were like, oh, no, I only watched the episode based on like when you've put one out. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's terrible. But um, thank you. I mean, thank you everyone for listening. It's it's the world is still sad and this is still so fun. And it is. That's really nice that this has been a constant joy. That's true. Thank you. I love you, Neen. Thanks for agreeing to do next season with me. Can't wait. Thank you, Netflix. (laughs) Thank you, Netflix. Abiento. Abiento. You've been listening to Nina, Hannah, and Emily in Paris, a podcast about Netflix's Emily in Paris. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and share the show with all your friends and enemies. We have a new, we have a couple of reviews. We have a new one from Hick Jewel, and the title is Lean In for a Rewatch and Listen. Five stars. Hell yeah. Okay, here it is. Maybe you, like me, are a greedy millennial who couldn't resist binging Emily in Paris at a faster pace than podcast production. If so, may I suggest you double down on your content hunger, lean in, and live your best second screen life by rewatching EIP on mute with Nina and Hannah turned up. It's the director's cut you've been waiting for. Trincon à saison 3. Thank you. Trincon à saison 3. Yes. Um, yeah, that's like, it fucking rocks. I love the idea of us doing like a perfectly timed commentary. Like, if, if, oh my if, God. If the episode 32 minutes. Yeah, it's <laughs> like listening to it. Dark Side of the Moon and watching Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Thank you so Which much. Which I have to say, I've never done. Oh, me neither. <laughs> we'll be back with another episode soon. This might have been the season finale, but we are not done. So keep an eye out. We've got more episodes coming out soon. Woohoo. Abiento. See you later. Abiento. Ciao, mama. <laughs> Bye, mommy. Bye, mommy. Bye, mommy.